As Hashem continues, Simon Kufnun Ches Siv Dalit Siv Kadim Tezayin Shir Number Three Hundred Sixty-Eight, and we're discussing the seven different mashkim, the seven different liquids that, if food is dipped in them or they get onto the food, then one would be required to wash their hands before they eat these items. And we gave an acronym. For this, an abbreviation or the first letter of what they what they are, Yad Shachat Dam, and we explain this is Yain, Dvash, honey, wine, honey, and we said it's honey from the bees yesterday, uh, Shemen, oil, Cholov, and that's up to now, Sivkat and Tezayin Cholov. But what din may Cholov so to the the liquid of the Cholov, maybe the whey. Or butter when it dissolves. If a person dips a food in them, he has to wash his hands. And if the this butter has congealed, then you don't have to wash your hands. Why? Because now it's like a food. And as we discussed yesterday, a food does not go in the category of a mashke, of a liquid. So if it's a food, even though if it melts, it now becomes that liquid that you would have to wash for. But if it's in a food form, you do not have to wash your hands for it. One who eats something which is fried in this butter, when it's like moist on top of it, so if this butter, we're saying it was milk, is now moist and wet on top of this food, you'd have to wash your hands before you eat it. The Chayadim qualifies this and says, when would you have to wash your hands if this butter uh, is a liquid form? That's only in the situation where it was melted before you put it onto the food. It's, it says here once again, it's Bishas Tigun Koidim Sheniach Haichel Lusoichai Vinasalo Shem Mashke Mikoidim. It has a status of a liquid from beforehand. But if it melts afterwards, and that is the the normal process when you have, let's say, a hot food and you take the butter and it melts and now it becomes a liquid form. So that is food which is enhancing the food. That's not a liquid. And therefore you would not have to wash. Um, let's give an example of that. You have a hot baked potato. Anybody, anybody like to put butter on their baked potato? I'm not talking about from a health reason. I'm talking about from enjoyment of the taste. So if you take butter, what happens when you put the butter on a boiling hot potato? It starts to melt. So now, well, one second, you have a liquid now. Well, see, if you have a liquid, maybe you have to wash my hands before you eat the potato. So we're saying no, because that's called a michael, that's called a butter, it's called a michael, a food, as opposed to if you had it uh, in the liquid form beforehand. If a person eats something which is metugon, which is fried with shuman, uh, with the fats, uh, different fats, or with the the liquid of the eggs, it's everyone agrees this is not considered to be a mashke, a liquid that you'd have to wash your hands beforehand. The next of these categories of liquids is dam, is is uh, blood, 
What does this mean? So it says, Kedai Nozva. The ha also lechol dam. You can't eat blood. Blood is also. Vedam dogim chagavim loy mikri mashke. So he says, the blood of chagavim, of fish and grasshoppers, is not called a mashke. It's not called a liquid. He says, maybe we're discussing here what this means that you dipped a food into blood for a medicinal purpose, benefit. I can't tell you what that means. Or for for a life and death situation. Okay, fine. Not not really clear in that one. Let's go further to Sivkot Nilches Mayim. So if one would have a fruit, a vegetable that is wet, or let's just use a practical application of example. You have your grapes that you rinse off, and now they're 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 wet. So from the letter of the law, we're saying one should wash their hands. We don't make the bracha of Alti Sadayim, but one should wash your hands unless they're dried. Salt that comes from water, as opposed to the mines, that is a considered to be a mashke, a liquid. Lachain im oichel tsnoin, if person eats a radish bimelach with salt, have a dovish tibula bimashke with sarich lito yodaf. So a person would eat a radish. It's very common back then they would discuss a lot of radishes like this. If you take a radish dip in salt, then it has the status of dovish tibulay bimashke, some which is dipped into a liquid, and therefore You'd have to wash your hands. Talking about a case where the salt was moist at the time when you dipped it. As we said earlier, now if the salt is hard, then you don't have to wash. It's only if the salt is really dissolving. Um, think of like a baked pretzel. You know those pretzels that you put salt on? And the hot salt and then starts like melting in it. So, so uh, if it's a salt from uh, the, what's it called, from the water, then perhaps you'd have to wash on that because it's, it's like a liquid. Um, we're not going to get into now. That's really Kuf Samiches about having to wash for this baked pretzel in regards to if it's, uh, if it's a mozi in the first place. But let's see further here. Ein Yod of Noigoy. So the... The Mechabek picks up and says, So all of these situations that you have to wash your hands, it's because you didn't dry the item. It wasn't dried. And even if your hands are not touching the mokum of the mashka, the place of the mashka, the place of the liquid. You have to wash your hands without a bracha. Says the Mishabek, So even if you have part of this, let's say, fruit, vegetable, whatever it might be, uh, meat that you dipped into the gravy, and even if you're not touching the wet part that was dipped, still you have to wash your hands, of is a decree, maybe what, maybe you might come to touch it. Once again, there are some Rishayim that hold. The Chacham did not require Natil Sedayim with Dovish Tibul Bemashke Elobi and Mayhem. I apologize, I had this uh, coughing attack. Um, and we were in Sifkat and Chav where we said in the at the end of the Mechaber, you should wash your hands 
without a bracha. Once again, says the Mishnah, Kiyesh Mikzas Rishonim the Sari Shlohitzricha Chacham Netilas Adayim Ladavish Adibul of Mashke El Biyemeim Shayu Oichel Metahara. Why? Why? Oh, why without a bracha? Because there's some Rishonim that learn that the requirement to wash our hands is only for something that you dip in the liquid was in those days when they end when they ate in a state of purity. Like, like Rabbi Chemiel Yosef was saying out in Cincinnati, we're all Tommy Mace anyway. Right? That's some Rishonim. That's why you don't make a bracha. This is now in the in the Mechaber, because Safik bracha is Once again, let's repeat that. That the reason why the Mechaber says we don't make a bracha because some Rishonim learn that this whole Takana was only established when, for what purpose and time in history, when they ate in a state of purity. Now we're all tummy anyway, so therefore you wouldn't make the bracha. Because Savik bracha is lahakil. However, So the Magin of Ram brings from the Lechem Chamudais that there are those that it says the minig the oilam noegim shloilito the people don't wash their hands for these items that we just discussed that if you eat them you should wash your hands hainu al mixes harishayim and in other words in other words like this we're saying that there are people who rely on these rishayim that the whole enactment was for what purpose during the time when they were pure. Or they could be pure, but if they were, if we now we're not in a state of purity anyway, so then what's the purpose of washing? Fine. However, but many achreinim are very strict with this topic, and they say that you need to wash your hands. It should be machmir to wash your hands, be strict to wash your hands, because you're passing like those other opinions that say you do. Who is the first opinion he brings down here of the Achreinim? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. next two lines. Mogen Avram says you don't need to. Ain beiragro, shigam daitoi Go down two lines, right? Shigam daitoi The gro says also you have to be machmir. That tzarich netilo medina afiz manaze veichmer ma'id bazet. Now, the grow is even machmer to make a bracha on this washing of Al Sadaim when you have when you have something that you dip into your into your uh, liquid. Anybody like to dip their donut in their coffee? Absolutely. Okay. Well, according to some opinions, you'd have to wash your hands with the brush. Well, well, no, 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 no. What's that? If the, I want to I just stop because I don't want you to say the wrong thing and then people want to hear it in the recording and then they're going to do that, okay? So I'm just, I apologize for stopping you, but you'd have to wash your hands and the gro yes would make a bracha. The meaning is not to make a bracha, okay? You have who to rely on if you don't, okay? Some people dip their Oreo cookies or whatever cookie they have into the coffee, you know, like to soften up with the Danish that we have next door, next room, right? So, and and that that is something which is it's, it's a normal thing to dip your donut into your coffee. I think everybody will agree to that, right? Sure. It's a very common thing. Or your tea. Some people like to take their tea biscuits and to dip that into your tea. And then it's, it's like melting in your mouth. 
So there's definitely room to say, according to what we just learned now, that if you know you're going to do that, you should wash Negel Vaser, wash your hands, without a bracha. I'm repeating the saying, without a bracha. Okay. He says, Therefore, says the Mishnah Rura, even though after ha'olam ein noigin levarich, they don't have the minig to make the bracha, ein noigin levarich, they don't have the minig to make the bracha, mikomoko, and he says, akopanim, nonetheless, ein lehokilecho belinatilo, you should not be lenient to eat without washing first. But sarich lezeh koldini natilo kamilapas, and when you wash your hands, you should wash your hands the same strictness that you do for bread. In the same way, when you wash your hands for bread, we have discussed numerous times that you should make sure to cover your whole entire hand and pour the water in your hand slowly and wait another 10 seconds till, you're, till the water is full in the cup, in the washing cup. Don't just like put it under the sink and then sh- throw the water onto your hand and just really you're getting the tips of your finger wet. But he says the same strictness, <clears throat> same laws. If you're having less than the kazayas of this food, which just happens sometimes, right? Let's say there's a, you know, just a little piece of donut left, and you haven't dipped it into your coffee, and this little amount, less than the kazayas, no, it's a small little piece. So he's saying this, you don't have to be machmer at all. Because as we already learned, even when it comes to bread, as you said earlier in the Mishnah Rura, that many achrenim are lenient when it comes to the bread, that you would not have to wash, uh, you would not have to wash for smaller than the size of uh, olive and the olive or piece of bread. Okay, so that was a very important discussion uh, in the Mechaber of why you would not be making a bracha on this washing. Now the Ramaz says like this: Va'afilu rak roish hayerik pri. The Ramah says that even if you dip only part of this, let's call it a uh, vegetable. So, you know how like when you go to a, a simcha, they put out vegetables of cut platter, a platter of pickle, no, it was, it was, uh, vegetables, whatever they are, vegetables, peppers and carrots and the like. And in the middle, many times in, the, in like the red pepper, they have a, a drip, a dip. Now, what what is the dip made out of? There's definitely water in that dip. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, right? But, but mm-hmm. so the mayonnaise is not where, we, where it would make a difference because that's really egg. But but uh, there's water. There's there's liquid in there. Perhaps you'd have to wash. There's definitely who to rely on if you don't. Definitely rely on if you don't. But that's that's what he's saying over here. And even if you only dip part of it, the whole thing is not submerged. That's what he's discussing now. It says the Mishnah Kulai, because the concern is you might dip the whole thing in there, and that's why you'd have to wash on it. We now continue with Sif Hay. <coughs> says, we're good? Mechavir says in Sif Hay, one who washes his hands for fruit, ready for this now? Harayse Haruach. This is an, an expression of arrogance. 
One who watches his answer fruit is an expression of arrogance. Why is that? Shemara ba'atzma, he says the Mishnah on Sefkon Chavbeiz, Shumedaktik b'mitzvah masha ein tzarech. Because it shows that he's being so particular, so strict about the mitzvahs in something that's not necessary. B'masha ein tzarech. Nemedina lo'itiknu klan lo'tilu sadayin lo'peiros k'mashik asadim sefkon chavbeiz. Because from the letter of the law, there is no takana to wash your hands for the fruit. And this that they said that you shouldn't wash in, in, in a mindset of an obligation. Because if the person is washing it, oh, I have this mitzvah to wash with the fruit, but he doesn't have a mitzvah to wash with the fruit. That's what we're saying here is migasi haruach. It's an expression of arrogance. He says further, as the Ramah elaborates, it's only if you wash with the mindset that I'm obligated to wash. But if you're washing because of cleanliness, that your hands weren't clean, spiritually clean, that's not a problem. So explains the Mishnah here in Sifkot and Chav Gimel. He says, take a look at the Achreinim, Shehiskimu. Even if you don't know any Shmutz, and impurity on your hands. Raksha writes mishum bracha. You just want to wash your hands because you're making a bracha. Cover a bracha. Gamkein mutter. That's also permissible. It's not a problem. Okay. In other words, it's not a problem to wash your hands because you're about to make a bracha. It's not a problem. It's not called arrogance. This is what the Ramah adds. <coughs> he says your hands weren't clean. It's coming to teach us that in a situation where you are obligated to wash your hands because of you're making a bracha, don't wash them with a mindset of a chiv and of an obligation, just washing them because you want to clean your hands in order to make the bracha, but not as a chiv, not as an obligation. It says further, Basar tzli, a piece of roasted meat. Yesh mish neir medvarav afapisha mayal toifech alav dino kiperus. A piece of meat, even though it's moist, that if you would take that piece of meat and touch it with something else, that other item now would have a an ability of making something else wet because of the gravy. Nonetheless, it has a status of fruit. So what do we say about fruit? We said hanaitel yod of leperus. One who washes his hands for fruit is an expression of arrogance. So therefore, meat would have the same category. Therefore, don't wash your hands for the meat. Everyone agrees that the gravy, the juice that comes out from the meat is not considered to be a mashke. That's not considered to be a liquid that would obligate the washing. If if the mashke is moist, <coughs> if the liquid is moist from the water on top of it, because let's say the meat was washed before it was rinsed, before it was ro- roasted, that is definitely called mashke. It's not normal for that which was roasted to be moist from the water. Why? Because it dries up. Shemis yavesh be'isatzliya dries up from the from the roasting process. 
in the grows of the opinion, if it was hudach b'mayim, if it was washed in the water before it was roasted, the grows of the opinion that if the meat was washed, <coughs> if the meat was washed before it was roasted, so therefore we're saying that maybe the the water got inside of the meat. The grub wants to say that that water, the liquid, the gravy that comes out now, is also called a mashka and you should wash for it. Let's just finish over here. If you have a tafshil of food from wheat and it's dried, it has the status of fruit as well. What does this mean? They dried it from the Moistness on top of them. Because if it was moist from the from the moistness of this of this uh, food, then it would fall in the category. You have to wash for it. So the the grain product has the same status as the fruit. The types of foods. Foods that you eat with a spoon, a utensil, a fork. You don't have to wash your hands. And even if you come in contact with this food, if the normal normal approach to eat it is with this utensil, it doesn't matter. You don't have to wash your hands, even if you did come to touch it. And that is the custom. But that which is normal to eat with the normal approaches with your hands, if you did use a clay, that doesn't help. That does not help. Fruit that is cooked. You have cooked fruit. Pears, apples, whatever it might be. There's a difference of opinion whether or not you have to wash your hands for this fruit. Therefore you should eat it with a spoon or a fork. Coffee is a spoon, I'm just saying a utensil. If the liquid is so moist, which is generally the case, you have a uh, compote into something like this, or a pear that, you know, is it's, it's sitting in there. It's mamish sitting in the liquid. Now, if you already washed, you already washed, you had a suda, you should make a bracha, come any say you should make a bracha on the, on the fruit, we're not discussing it now, but you wouldn't have to wash again for the fruit because you already washed your hands for the bread. Know what ugrakus are? Pickles. It's definitely appropriate to wash your hands. Unless it was dry from the water on top of them. That was on them already. Okay, so it's actually saying interesting. Uh, Reb Tzamach asked this yesterday. <coughs> He's saying the pickle, you asked by the pickle that the pickle's liquid is really. From the soaking into from the brine, so it's really it's not his own. Obviously, his pickles have some moisture. So when you when you have a pickle or a cucumber that just sits around and dries up, it's it's right. But here he's saying that if you have a pickle, that you should wash your hands. Unless you dry the pickle first. And now, what's he saying? What happens when you bite a pickle? A good gazunta pickle. What happens? <laughs> the juice comes out, right? So you would think that it doesn't help to dry, but he's saying it does. So 
not really, I don't have, I'm not really explaining myself on the on the svara and the logic, but halachically he's saying if you dry the pickle and the juice comes out afterwards, he's saying it's not a problem, which have the same status like a nectarine. That the juice inside of it, you wouldn't have to wash your hands when that comes out.